The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. And joining us this week, uh, he's been on before, if I remember correctly. Um, mm-hmm. Been a while. Uh, but he is on with his own podcast now, uh, Blue Milk Cafe. Am I correct? Right. Yep. Hey, I'm two for two. Guys, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> um, and that would be Jeff. How's everyone doing? Doing good. That's Fantastic. My, Derek's just quiet. I'm having issues with my chair. I think it's time for a new one. Issues for what? My chair. Ah, uh, that's not good. It keeps sinking on me. Ugh, that's definitely not good. You know, yeah. I, I wish they made Star Wars racing chairs, but they don't. That's why I had, <laughs> that's why I have my Spider-Man one. Cause they don't make, the, they didn't make the Captain America one that I wanted in the, <laughs> in the model that I want, that I, I needed. So, one day I'm going to find someone who will make a, a custom Star Wars chair for me or one that has the podcast logos embroidered in it. Mm-hmm. That's the podcast chair. Anyway, uh, check out our homepage, uh, wookieradio.net. Uh, support our partners and our affiliates. Uh, if you're into podcasting like us and Jeff, um, and Jeff, hey, if you're looking for a new microphone, check out CAD Audio. Uh, Click the link on our homepage, take you right to their site where you can see the new Podmaster mic that they have. This thing's pretty killer. And it comes with the broadcast boom stand, which is pretty oh, nice. Uh, ours are coming. I just found out. I just, yeah, new stock came in and we are on that list to get ours. So, oh, nice. Oh, really? Yep. Cool. So, Ken, yours is, yours is the only USBs, which was your preference. The rest of mm-hmm. us are getting the XLR ones. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> that was not me. <laughs> um, also, too, uh, check out Biddy Boomers, the great Bluetooth speakers. I uh, can't go wrong with them. Um, and I'm going to end up putting a new partner on the show. Um, I really like their jerseys that they do. It's not geeky jerseys. It's a company called Jersey Ninja. Okay. And 
uh, I actually got to help them design the Kessel Runners, which is mm. one uh, with the Falcon on it. And it has the Scoundrel logo from Galaxy's Edge on it. So it looks pretty cool. Mm. Have to check it out. Um, those are going to be up for pre-order soon. But he's got quite a few uh, Star Wars ones. Um, he's got Black Squadron, uh, Imperial. He's going to have another Black Squadron that will be based around Poe Dameron. Uh, he's got Red 5, um, but they'll eventually be uh, Red 6 with Porkins that I think he says is going to be a gray jersey. And then there's a, another one. They'll be Red 4, maybe. They'll be a red jersey. Uh, red 5 says Skywalker on the back with the number 5, and it's a white jersey at the moment. So, options. He's got a really cool Gamorrean guard and a bunch of few, uh, a few others. Uh, check, them out, check them out at jerseyninja.com. So, um, since it's just one of those nights, it's the day at, we're recording on Cinco de Mayo, so I'm celebrating by having a Mexican Sprite, which means real sugar, not corn syrup. (laughs) Um, and of course we're going to talk Bad Batch, we're going to talk, um, the fly-throughs, if you guys watched any of that, or the biome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Biome was incredible. Uh, the Simpsons short, if you guys watched it, the force awakens from the, I didn't watch any of that. Oh, I kind of took it all in yesterday. Yeah. What happened with force awakens? It's a, um, Oh, nice background. Uh, it's a, uh, Maggie Simpson short. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. The force awakens from an app. Yeah. All I had time for yesterday was the bad batch. That was it. Um, of course, there's big announcements, different uh, goodies that came out uh, as well, which I kind of download those because Hasbro had a great announcement yesterday for their Tuesday, uh, which I'll find that as we're all talking. I got to remember which email it went to. Well, the nice thing with the biomes and the uh, the biomes, the vehicle walkthroughs and the force wings from nap, each of those was like. Five to ten minutes. Biomes is about seventeen minutes. Yeah, biomes was the old, longest, and the the walk the fly throughs were like five minutes each, and the um, Simpsons short was like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but before we get into all of that, this may come back as a bad nightmare to Jeff, but. <laughs> Just like that That's one. Okay. It's a nightmare for us every week. Just like that one girlfriend, <laughs> she always comes back looking for more. Uh, it is Smuggler's Feud. So I guess my question is going to be for Jeff. Do you remember how to play this? I believe so. Perfect. So I'm not going to go over the rules this week. <laughs> to the chagrin of these guys. Um, but what if somebody's listening for the first time? <laughs> no, you have to bring up that point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rules are there are no rules. I mean, rules are. <laughs> uh, he makes them up as he goes. Oh wait, now we, we, we go. We go back and forth. They already knew. You never talk about the smuggler feud. <laughs> that, that's the final rule. Um, rules are we go back and forth. Uh, each team gets a chance to to answer. Um, you either get a correct answer or you get a wrong answer. Wrong answer gets you the. Uh, correct answer, obviously. Uh, team who, that scores the highest answer 
or the team that ends a a losing round with the least amount of strikes being you know if one team gets three strikes the other team is able still to win um well in that case whoever has lower whoever did not strike out in that round wins in case both teams strike out in the same round team with the highest answer wins the round or wins the game round game same thing and i can't find a pen that writes now you know watching you struggle through those direct is the only enjoyment I get out of this game. <laughs> I, I'm going to be writing this down and recording it at some point. So, uh, so Jeff, I got three cards. Yeah. One, two. Uh, two. Most popular answer. <laughs> okay. Eight answers on the board. Name a villainous Star Wars character. We start with Jeff and Blue Milk. The Saz Ventures. Believe it or not, strike one. Wookie Radio. You want to take it or me, Derek? I think we're both going to say probably the same thing for the first one. So do you mean villainous or villainess as in female? Villainous. Okay. Name name a bad guy Star Wars character. Right. That's what I thought. Oh, gee, I don't know. What do you think, Ken? Uh, Let's try Darth Vader. (laughs) I mean... Number one. Back to Jeff. Uh, how about Papa Palpatine? Number two. Go ahead, Derek. Boba Fett. Ah, uh, strike one. Kylo Ren. Strike two. Jabba the Hutt. Number five. Al Dooku. Number six. How about uh, General Grievous? Number four. How many are left? Three. Mm. Dryden Boss. Third strike. Wookiee Radio gets the win, but do you guys want to take one more crack at an answer? Grandma Tarkin. Uh. Number eight. Uh, most forgettable. No- <laughs> Number seven <laughs> is Darth Sidious. Hmm. Mm. Which is the same as Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. And number three, Darth Maul. Technically. Darth Maul, okay. Uh, oh, my goodness. So, uh, Jeff, since we have talked to you, uh, you have gone off and created Blue Milk Cafe. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the show. It's basically me just, most episodes, me just talking to myself. Um Taking a topic for myself and just discussing that topic and my feelings and thoughts about that. But occasionally I will have guests in the in the cafe. And example, this coming weekend, I have my buddies from Conversations, Charles and Pat, coming back in the cafe. And we're going to have a good time talking again. So, yeah, basically it's just weekly podcast, random topic, and me just flabbing on to myself. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, well, May the 4th just happened. We're in May the 5th, which to me is Cinco de Mayo. Not, and then tomorrow should be the second half of Star Wars Day with Revenge of the Sixth. Because of all the alcohol everyone drank, you're feeling it the next day. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's how I feel about it. I know I'm going to be wrong, but oh well. Um... Bad Batch, let's jump, jump right into it. What did you guys think? 
I have to be honest, uh, at first I was kind of lukewarm about it, but I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it, all the beat, the beats, the way they, were, they should have been hit, um, that it's a straight continuation of where we were at with the Clone mm-hmm. Wars. I mean, it feels like just the next yeah. ep- the next season of Clone Wars. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I love I love that they are covering like the moments after right after Order sixty six. Yeah. Okay. Were you guys surprised with that Easter egg right off the top? Yes. Oh yeah. Actually, actually, yeah. I wasn't okay. expecting it. So, so we're going we're going spoilers here. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. This is because okay. it shows releasing on. On Monday, well, Saturday on Sorcerer right. Radio. Uh, for those of you listening on Sorcerer Radio, it's Saturday. Um, if not, it's at least Monday, so everyone's hearing it then. It's been almost okay. a week, so. Cool. Well, I'll have to give credit to my wife. She's the one. I mean, I I got the Jedi Master right when I heard her name. I was like, oh, my God. that's And I'm, like, trying to think of his name, you know, Master. And when she goes, when my Padawan comes, my wife blurts out right away. That's Kanan, and sure enough, it was Kanan. Yeah. So yeah, and it, I, it I took told her me I said, a minute because I was like, I was like, that name sounds wicked familiar. Why do yeah. I know that name? And then I finally, I finally caught it. I'm like, oh right. I have to go back and read the comic. Yeah, read that I, first I, read that first issue, and I think uh, I think they repeat part of it again in issue six or seven. Yeah, I was going to download those today. I didn't get a chance yet. Because I, I want because they issue one they cover Order sixty six. The parts that I remember they got right was her telling him to run. Yeah, I don't remember if the um, if the whole stuff with the Bad Batch was covered in the comic book or not. Uh, That's why I wanted to go back and reread I'm it. I'm actually trying to bring up the comic right now not. on comics.com or Comicsology. Trying to f- I have to find mine. My guess would be probably not. Yeah, I think it's that's all new. All the stuff with the Bad Batch and him. Yeah. Um, don't tell me that login. Yeah, give me a second. I'll get right to the issue. There, I'm right there. I just got to pull it up. Um, no, I thought it was great. I I want to say in the comic it was a different set of troopers changing uh, chasing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't remember. Uh, okay, let's see. The comic came out before the Bad Batch were. Yeah, the comic came out to support. And- the comic came out to support rebels and help add more backstory to Kanan. Right. And it was Lucasfilm that stopped it for the simple reason of um, they were catching up, right? They they were getting ready to spill information that was going that would have ruined um, the show. Mm. Um, okay, so they have the fight with the battle droids. Yeah, I'm flipping through the first issue right now. Uh, it's not in the first issue. The troopers are the wrong troopers because the ones we see are with with Dippa are white with green, right? No, I thought they're the red, no. weren't they? Oh, yeah, I thought they were green. Wait. Yeah, in the in the first the first episode of Bad Batch, yeah, the her commanding clone trooper had green and white on. Okay, I I don't remember the rest of them. Uh, neither do I. Was it in the comic? It was it told as a flashback or yes? Like was it was it was it Keenan telling the story or 
Yes. So it could be, you know, it could be his version. You know what I mean? Like well, it's his a different planet might- too. It's a different planet as well. Yeah. Is this the first time that the um, canon stories have been changed by something? In the new canon, because these were, were all supposed to be part of the original part of the canon. Now, this was all canon. Yeah, the, the comics That's what I'm was canon. This is the first time that um, any of the shows or TV or movies have contradicted something else has been written before. I don't know. In the new I, canon, I don't know. I don't know. That's why I was bringing up the question. Um, okay, so I'm going through. Yeah, when in this, um, there's no one trying to actually help him at all. It's just the same troopers that were trying to kill him following him. Yeah. Well. Again, though, if it's told from his perspective, he didn't really yeah. know that anybody that Hunter was trying to help him. Yeah, but there, there's no reference to Bad Batch at all. Mm. Well, like we said, they really didn't exist when this comic was put out. I mean, uh, no, they did exist because they were part of uh, the um, animatics, which had been out with this, but they weren't canon yet. Yeah, this well, also this part of the that part of their story hadn't been written out yet. That's true. Uh, so looking at this, because it's an issue two where all this comes up. I, the commander is Styles, or one of the troopers is Styles. His name is Styles, and there's no reference. I don't remember them mentioning Styles at all. It was always Rankin. I think it was just the rank. But yeah. There, there is a complete, complete change in the story. From what's being told, he's on a different planet and it's similar circumstances, but there, there's no clones trying to help to help confuse him of what's going on. It's the clones are attacking because he's a Jedi and they're going to kill the Jedi. Yeah. That's what we have. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, that's it. I wonder if they're aware that they changed it. Probably not. But yeah, it was does, in a depends comic on um, who was writing it, because like someone like a Dave Filoni would know. Yeah. I, I, uh, see, no does he keep up with the comics though? That's the story group's job. Yeah, that would be story group's job to to help make sure this is uh, that everything stays uh, kosher uh, for this episode. Uh, full, will we get full cast? Um, who was it written by? One thing I did notice during the credits though, Dave Filoni is not the showrunner for this. No. He's the EP and yeah. the, um, one of the head writers and stuff, but he's not the one running the show. No, he's not. But if he's moving into a different position within the company, he may not have a chance to do something. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I am not seeing writers listed. What in the world? It was in the credits. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be on here too. Uh, Filoni, executive producer. Uh, writing credits. Yeah, writing credits right here. Written by uh, Jennifer Cobert, Corbett, uh, Dave Filoni. They're the two who wrote this issue or this episode. Yeah. So I would think either they didn't like what Marvel did with the character for the backstory or they just went and created their own. Thus changing the canon to, to what happened with uh, with Kanan. Hmm. I mean, th- what happened to Kanan was pretty much the same. It wasn't that much of a difference. It's right. just the details of who the characters were that changed. Right. And that's what changes the story on Kanan. Minor change, but it's what changes the story yeah. on Kanan. So. I know one thing. When it, when the Bad Batch, when the Clone Wars dissolves into Bad Batch, but then you hear Tom Kane's voice come in, it's like, oh, now this all feels right. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I missed those newsreels. So the yeah. que- question comes, I know, right? speaking of Tom Kane, he's done. He, he can't do the voice talent anymore after the stroke he had. Mm-hmm. Well, right now he may, he may be able to rehab and come back, but as of right now, he's not going to be able to do anything. They're, they're saying again, this may be the only episode that has that. True. Or just uh, this season. Yeah, it probably will be. Yeah. Probably at this point, this season is done. This season was done before all that happened to him. Right. Right. But not knowing if there were any touch-ups that needed to be done. But also, it's it, it's a it's a continuation of the Clone Wars, but it's also its own thing. So they might have just used it in the beginning to connect it. And then they might not have it again after that. Uh, right now, it says narrator, Tom Kane narrator, one episode. So this may have been just the one and done. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. Right. But we do have D. Bradley Baker in all 16 episodes. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> every one of the uh, Bad Batch plus all the clones. Yeah. Talking about a man who should have a bump and pay. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he did get a bump and pay for this one. So, uh... So technically, now, how 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 early in the episode did you guys realize that um, Omega was a clone? Uh, mm, I, I think I sort of picked up on maybe second time we see her because I was just I'm like right when Hunter asked her. Yeah, I, I, oh, I got family? it pretty quickly. So I was just like, she has to be a clone. She's one comedian. Yeah, yeah. And I, and, you could kind of tell by looking at her. I'm like, that's a clone. Yeah. And the fact that they gave her the same accent. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was the giveaway that um, I'm sure a lot of people missed at the beginning where they about being the um, the five altered clones. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I picked I picked that one up immediately because I knew Echo was the normal originally. Right. Echo was a reg. Yep. Now, I, I think I caught like almost immediately. It's like, oh, well, wow, she's a clone. We got a female clone. Cool. Yeah. Then it's oh she's a medical assistant. I'm like I'm not buying that. She may have been working well, as a medical assistant, but no, she's a clone. Yeah. Right. Well, you gotta think there's clone medics yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is the f- she's the first female we truly see. That's what makes her one of the bad which, batch, which makes uh, makes also for some interesting potential future storylines possibly. Ooh, do we potentially see Omega in the Book of Fett? Ooh. Well, we know Fennec Shan is coming Maybe. here. Yeah. Right, right. Because I made the mistake of when I went to IMDb to look up the for this, I looked at the actual regular IMDb listing first, so it shows the whole season, and uh, she mm-hmm. popped up over there. I'm like, crud. Well, that spoiled that for me. Well, <laughs> if, if you if you had seen any of the trailers, you would have known right. she was yeah. she was in the show for a few episodes. Yeah, actually, actually speaking of Fennec Shan, at the end there, where Omega asked them, can't we go to your friends for help? And, of course, Tech said that's a very short list. Hunter says he oh. knows, knows somebody. Who do you think they're going to? Right. My, my, my first guess was Rex, but then again, my wife pointed out they don't know Rex, what happened to him with Order 66 yet. They don't yeah. know if this chip out. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's right. Then I thought of Fennec Chan. Do they know her? Cody. Maybe. Yeah, but they wouldn't go to any of the clones. Right. No, yeah, they wouldn't go to any of the yeah. clones. And they're not going to go to any of the Jedi, because as far as they know, all the Jedi are dead. Dead. Right. So who else have we or, seen that they've met? And any that aren't dead will probably kill them right on the spot. Yeah. 
The other one would be maybe finding Sonic, but they have no way of knowing where Sonic Rara is, even though they met him that once. Yeah, right? I don't. I don't believe it's Saw. Yeah, they don't know where he went to. Yeah, I mean the planet. Now, the voice of Saw here was it the same voice that we've had from Saw in the Clone Wars before? Yeah. Yes. Is, from what I understand, the actor. Yeah. He's the original. Yeah, he's yeah. the original voice of of Saw from yeah from Clone Wars. But then again, the Clone and Wars. I, I actually I like I like the way they they introduced him in that episode. Yeah, with the the refugees, that was pretty yeah. cool. He's aged. Uh, he's taken a lot of age in a very short time. Because you got to think, when we saw him before <laughs> in the Clone Wars, it was maybe a year or two before this. He looked like a teenager. Well, now you know, he he's like probably, almost thirty he's years old. Taking, <laughs> he's yeah, taken a was, few beatings. You know, was was he the president of the United States at one time? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. maybe. Yeah, because in that year yeah, and a half or so, he's aged like ages ten or fifteen quick. years. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was hiding on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. That desert air. Well, and I think they they bring up too is like, how long has it been since we've been on Camino? What something like a hundred and eighty something cycle? Rotations. Yeah, rotation cycles. And then they go, well, but after you you do this, it's this and that, this and that, it's two hundred and four. And of course, record goes. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. I think it was Echo just said a long time. Yeah. 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 It's been a long time, which was great. Yeah. I like the playing off the record is not too bright when it comes to yeah. uh, mental things. I mean, he is awesome in what he knows, but he right. doesn't know anything else at all. Yeah. If you want something smashed or something blown up, he's your blown guy. Up. Anything yeah. else, forget it. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't have it. Well, you know, stick with what you're good at. That's yep. right. So, um, I guess continuing on, we see them, I guess, uh, Tarkin's wanting to do evaluation on the clones, which references right. back to uh, Rex and Wolf and, uh, was it Gregor in Rebels? Yeah. When they talk about, mm-hmm. yeah, we were we were brushed off to the side. So, it leads me to believe, potentially, only the shock troopers were kept. And maybe the shock troopers were enlisted into um, either an elite force or Imperial Guards. Well, or, or continued on as shock troopers in the new armor for, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, under the 501st. You got to think they could also become the death troopers because look at crosshairs gear when um mm. his armor when he comes back out working back with the um imperial troops again he's in all black we're now starting we're now starting to see the shadow troopers mm-hmm. with him yeah. which they're calling the elite troopers elite stormtroopers yeah so um trying to think where uh Horse.com is not helping me with their episode, guys. They don't, uh, it's not up yet. They, it I says know. on the, the episode guides to be up on the 7th. You think uh, Crosshair could have taught the rest of the stormtroopers how to shoot, though? Yeah, yeah been, that would have been helpful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of shooting, what about Omega? They can lead a horse to water. But- yeah, but they're going to need someone to replace Crosshair, so. Omega was not a bad shot. No. My, well, my, my wife said she thinks that Omega might have a little bit of elements of all the Bad Batch in her. Because she said she's never picked up a blast before and lucky shot. And I'm like, yeah, right. So. Well, you think genetically, she's still, um, she does have uh, all the stuff that the rest of the clones do. Hers was tweaked somehow. Right. But all the Bad Batch, even even when you're talking Echo and um, Tech, 
both of those guys mm-hmm. are crack shots also because yeah, they are close. True. Yeah. Certain things are beefed up, but they still have all the other skills. I don't know why, but I really, really loved when they when she went when she was sitting in the cockpit and they went out into space. I I really liked that. Oh scene. yeah. I hadn't noticed during yeah. the show, but I've seen this still since then. That um, if you actually pause it and look, when they go to light speed and you see her eyes and they all dazzle, if right. you actually pause it and look, you can see the light speed or the hyperspace reflected in her eyes. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, that feeling is what you experience. What she experienced is exactly what I experienced when doing the Millennium Falcon ride for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, and launching this entire, I mean, it's one thing doing star tours and the hyperspace there. I mean, it was, yeah, it was okay. But to actually, with the Falcon, the hyperspace seems so much different mm. when you do the hyperspace there. It just seems so much different and it's so cool. Yeah, her, her reaction took me back to Rebels when Ezra first got yeah. noticed he was in space. Oh, even though yeah. his was shorter because they were in the middle of a battle and he thought he was going to die. So. <laughs> But yeah, it was just like that same feeling that Ezra got, and it just you know, took me right back to that that episode of Ezra yeah. being in space. Yeah. Um, any other takeaways from uh, from Bad Batch, uh, which this episode was called um, Aftermath? Uh, for me, it would be like I I actually like Omega better than I thought I was going to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, she was not quite not nearly as annoying as everybody thought she was going to be. Right. I mean, I yeah. thought she was a pretty cool character. <clears throat> So I, I really love her accent. I love, yeah, I love everything about her. I mean, she's she's bold too. I mean, she didn't care. She <laughs> came right up to him there in the hallway and introduced herself. So yeah, just well, can't wait to see where her character goes. They learned from the mistake that they from where they started Ahsoka at. Right, Ahsoka, they gave, made her too much of a kid, and she was mm-hmm. really really annoying when you first met her. Right, <laughs> and they they let her grow. Omega, they're like, wait a minute, let's not make her annoying to start with. Let's go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so from there, other things we got on May 4th on Disney Plus, biomes. Yes. I, there's one thing I was disappointed in this a little bit. Everything they did, they didn't do indoor. Indoor oh, would have no. been beautiful in the way they did this. Yes. There was no indoor. There was no Lothal, Naboo. Lothal, uh-huh. we've never seen live. So? But I, all the rest of the worlds we saw in this, we had actually seen in live action. Okay. If you want to go I mean, there. I know this was all CG anyway, but still. Right. Um, what about Takadana? Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. I mean. Hopefully they do another one. Yeah, you know, to, to go with Jeff's other show that he does. What about Kanto? Yeah. Go through the streets of the Kanto bite. I was happy to see uh, Mustafar on there, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I, w- I was glad to see uh, Sor- Sorghum on there. Is that the one from Mando? Or from um, Mando? Yep. Which is also okay. the, which is also the same planet that the Kajimi Spice Runners operated out of, or one of the planets they oper- they had a base off of. If you remember the young Poe Dameron book. Okay. See, that's that's the one one of the criticisms I have about basically the Disney era of Star Wars is. Um, for the three movies, and then for Mando now in any live action, and even the spinoff movies, it's hard to figure out what planet was what because they don't tell you what planets are on you half the time. Right. You have to look up supplemental material and things like this, mm-hmm. and it's not – they don't tell you enough for you to actually pick it up and know unless you're actually looking for it. Min, Minbon would have been cool. Yeah. From Solo. Yeah. I think Corel, Corellia, like Corsica, would have been too busy. Right. Yeah. Well – 
also, um, plus they're going like, after something relaxing. I don't, need, I don't think we needed to see crate. No, no, especially the way they did it, where it was just a top-down view looking at the de- at the desert sand, right? And then the red lines every now and then. Yeah, you'd see a skimmer come by, or you'd see then you saw the um, the gorilla walkers, right? But they're just walking underneath you, and the one right. at it, and the one at it. Even though there was yeah. a couple more in that. Uh, but um, starting off on Hoth was cool with the um, yeah. snow speeders at the beginning of it was really cool. And Hoth was, some wild tauntauns. Hoth was brilliant. I absolutely loved loved Hoth. Yeah. Especially when you see the Adats walking and here's the transport mm-hmm. ship just drifting around. Like they're not, yeah. like they don't see each other. Um, but what about, uh, oh, what was it? Um, Jakku didn't need Jakku. Uh, what was the one planet that did the, the celebration in uh, Rise of Skywalker? Oh, um, that would have been cool to see during the you know, with them showing during, during the festival, yeah, or some more of the uh, prequel era planets. Uh, like you said yeah. to Blue earlier, but we could have seen Genosis, we could have seen well, Coruscant, we could have seen that you could do it going across the dark side and you wouldn't mm-hmm. get as much, it'd just be a lot of light. Yeah. Um, but we had what? Geonosis. Um, Mandalore. Mandalore is another one we've never seen in yeah. live action. I, mm-hmm. think they, I don't think they want to establish a look of something that we've never seen before on something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been Dagobah, but on Dagobah, they, for each of these, they had something cool happening. The only thing we've seen on Dagobah was um, uh, Yoda's hut. So it's like that would have been harder to do to make it really interesting just to look at one yeah. house. Yeah. Go down Fallujah. Which we have seen it's in the movie. Another one they've never done live. No, they have done live. That's where what? in uh, Rise of Skywalker or not uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's where. Um, oh, what's her name? Not Shock T. Oh, is, is that the, where Kylo Ren is going through smashing things? No, it's where uh, Jedi killed uh, the Great Pur- Jedi Purge on Fallujah. Uh, who was killed there? You mean in Revenge of the Sith? Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Okay, you said Rise of Skywalker. No, Revenge of the Sith is what I meant. Uh, supposedly, Shock T dies there, but it's not her. It's the blue. It's the blue Twi'lek. Right. Yeah. Oh. oh, I can't think of her name. Ala Sakura. Yeah, Ala Sakura. Uh, okay. Yeah, Ala Sakura. She dies on on Fallujah. I remember right. Double checking Wikipedia. Canon. Uh. Battle of Fallujah and death. Yeah, she dies on Fallujah. So, um, so yeah. No, she was on Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk would have been another good one to show. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. I mean, there's so many different options. Other, other plants that we see that could have been done. Well, I think some of it also is, um, because if you look, they don't have any two of them that have a similar um, ecosystem. Right. So, that's why it's like mm-hmm. they wouldn't have done Jakku because they already did Tatooine. Okay. And they... Um, and stuff like, um, well, I'm trying to think, what other Frozen Worlds? That, well, Frozen Worlds in live action, we've only had um, two. Hoth, but no, in Clone also, Wars and the other shows, we've had other ones. You also had the one in um, in Mandalorian. Yeah. The two frozen planets there. So I think if they had not done the planet from Mandalorian uh, with the village, that's where um, Endor would have been. Yeah. All right. So more than likely, they did Endor because they... Um, or they did not do Endor because they wanted to put a Mandalorian planet in there. Yeah. Now they could have put Mandalorian references on Tatooine, but they focused on the um, Luke references. Yeah. Um, Then the vehicle fly throughs. I mean, 
I thought they were cool, but I was a little disappointed. Well, once again, it was yeah. showing us just better detail on stuff we've already seen. Yeah. Now, the Star Destroyer, was that a First Order Star Destroyer? No, it was Imperial. That's what I'm, th- oh, I'm thinking. It's from the um, pre- or sequel trilogy. No, it's Imperial. If you look, uh-huh. The way you look up at it, because they never showed the actual top of the Star Destroyer. Or they do, but it's the top straight down, so you don't actually see the con tower and the way it sits. No, but it looked like a uh, first order star destroyer because it had the extra levels of, above it instead of the smooth ramping up to the center to the back. No, you you get a front view in it because they come at it at a slight angle from the note yeah, from the from a from the bow. angle looking up at it. You're under the front of the bow looking up. Yeah, but you come up over the bow. Yeah, but it's almost like you pan up over or do a tilt up over, and you're then looking back down on the on the top. I said, because I could have swore it looked like um, the one of the Star Destroyers that we saw in um, Last Jedi for the interiors and stuff. Yeah, I wish yeah, it would have shown us. right here in the description. It's a First Order Star Destroyer. Huh. Okay. wish it would have shown us more of the inside of the Falcon, though. Yeah. Well, kind of well, just well, showed us. Again, anywhere else in the Falcon has really not been established. Well, I, I wouldn't. There's quick views of. Lando's quarters in Solo. I mean, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't show us. Anything. They just showed us the the ta- the table, the big common area there in the cockpit and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. this is this is time to show us more, right? And they and but they don't. Once again, they don't want to establish something on here that future filmmakers have to actually follow. So they're only going to show you what um, storytellers have already established. And now, like Lando's <laughs> cabin on here. Um, it doesn't mean that's what it looks like once Han takes over. Right. right. We've never seen how what Han did with the room. Right. We just know he doesn't clean the walls or anything. Exactly. That's why, like I said, anything we've seen in here and all the um, this the um, Star Destroyer stuff is all stuff we've seen in movies already. One, it's right. a whole lot easier to do a film of this if all the models are already made. They just have to tweak them and che- tweak the colors and the lighting and things like that. But they don't have to actually um, create new. It would have been nice to see more, but like I said, they're yeah. uh, this is basically just a, uh, giving you a more detailed view of what we've already seen. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't show us the dice hanging there, though. Yeah, <laughs> well, if they, it was the first order of storage destroyer, this might be actually the um, no wait, it's got the round dish. So, hmm. well, it really, hang on, I'm I'm actually um, have the Millennium Falcon one ro- rolling on the screen uh, on the other side over here, so. Let me check the cockpit view because I don't think they actually show high enough to where the dice would be. Right. They don't show you the top of the cockpit. They just show the control panels. And am I the only – I'm probably the only one that um, before Solo never noticed the actual flight control sticks. No, I didn't. Uh, The two steering wheels. I had never noticed those there before in the original trilogy. They were there, but you hardly ever see them used. That's what I said. I never noticed it. I thought they were – it was all controlled by uh, buttons and switches basically. Yeah, I think – Harrison Ford even said it one time. He goes, they just had a bunch of buttons and toggle switches for him. Yeah. I love how they're, when they do show the panels and stuff in the Lennon Falcon, nothing is labeled at all. Yeah. Of course not. It's just, it's assumed you know what everything is. Yeah. Well, that's like when I noticed that when I, when I was watching the Bad Batch and they were about to take off, he's pushing, you know, they're pushing buttons and stuff, but nothing at all is labeled and it's all like red and white buttons and stuff yeah. so it's like yeah now um trying to think what else what there was the uh what should we call it the um doggone uh, simpson short uh, simpson short yes thank you yes the force awakens from a nap on that yeah 
was, thought, I it was thought cute. That was super cute. Yeah. It was cute. I've actually never watched any of these Maggie shorts. I mean, they're sitting there that I need to watch them, but yeah, some of them are pretty good. But this one, this one I thought was super cute. If you like pause it right when she gets into the daycare there, you could see all the different species of babies there. Like, of course, you got the baby Chewbacca and then you see a baby Jar Jar Binks and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I thought that there's was an Ethorian. There's a Moncala. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I need to pull up my um, Arabish uh, things and actually translate the boards here. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, other Disney Park blogs did a video announcing uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser when that was opening. And, of course, we see, um, of course, this guy, um, we see Ray holding a lightsaber and then igniting a lightsaber. Did y'all see this video? Yeah. I don't think I did. No. I saw it. This It's real, guys. It's not CG. Yeah, that's, that's the one they um, showed to a very, very select few uh, media people last month. Yes. Yep. Okay. So where where did they release a video at? Uh, it's everywhere now. If you go to YouTube and just hold Google on or YouTube search lightsaber, you'll get it. It's only like a 30-second video. Okay. Hold on. I'll hold on a second. Check it out then. Jeff, here we go. Oh, cool. I have the audio oh. off, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> wow. That's real. <laughs> it's not <Jeez>. CG. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, it's something we we've talked. A, we have talked about this. Saber a report before. about it. Yeah, there was a report about it a while ago about the patent that they had for it and everything. Yeah. And we we talked about that back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, as mm-hmm. this was something we remember would, how long ago that was. That this was something we would potentially see in Galaxy's Edge. Well, supposedly this is um, now it doesn't say if these are going to be available to purchase. If they are, yes, please (laughs) let me throw money at it now. But it seems like they're being designed for either cast or for those who sign up for the Jedi training on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah, it looks like as of right now, it's just for the Jedi Star Cruiser. Which means it's going to be checked out to you, and you are not walking out with it. Right. Because I'm sure they're going to have people standing at the doors. Right. Checking any potential bag you have as you walk out. Yeah, Yeah, break out that uh, gif of uh, Fry going, shut up and take the money. Yeah. But... Uh, as part of this, it has been discussed. There is a potential dinner show coming to this hotel, <laughs> and auditions have been posted for actors, musicians, and stunt performers. So, did you audition? Me? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know a stunt performer who may be looking for a chance to relocate. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to pay what I would need to in order to relocate. <laughs> Uh, mm. They do cover relocation. Uh, so they're seeking the following. The captain uh, will be um, female, 40 to 50s. Cruise director, also that female. just like you, Ken. Also uh-huh. in her 30s. <laughs> a ship mechanic. Uh, a youthful late teens human with big dreams. There you go, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, me to a T. <laughs> the the fixer, a another human in forties, uh, more of a male, I guess. Actors with sleight of hand tricks 
are a plus and a courage to prepare a demonstration of skills. Mm. Mm. Uh, first order lieutenant, which tells uh-huh. me that uh, <laughs> ship's going to get boarded from time to time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A saber trainer. Mm. That's uh, where you need to sign. <laughs> for, this, for this one, uh, prior sword saber experience, a plus as the role requires the ability to confidently brandish a lightsaber. Only talent local to Central Florida will be considered. Uh, characters need to be in their 20s and 30s. Uh, first time cruiser uh, will be a singer songwriter. Uh, galactic superstar will be a Twi'lek, 30s to 40s. Uh, obviously, Ray and Kylo Ren. So yeah, I think it's going to be the uh, stunt people are going to be for the uh, for the saber trainer. Yeah. Well, then if they have um, if they have that uh, the dinner shows, say the first order attacks, you need yeah. guys that can fall mm-hmm. down safely and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, I was considered looking into it, Ken. You never know. Yeah. Um, then Hasbro with their fan first Tuesday for May the 4th. Some great stuff came out of this. A three and three quarter inch. And it made me think of Molly right away. And I'm going to have to get one of these. Star Wars Vintage Collection, three and three quarter inch off-world Jawa. Oh, nice. Mm. Comes with two two of the blasters, blaster rifles, a blaster pistol, and an egg. <laughs> is it is the egg fuzzy? It looks like. <laughs> it's, it's as fuzzy as a plastic egg is going to be. Um, oh, the yolk inside? I don't. Well, it could be. It could be flocked. Yeah, it could. Uh, vintage Collection, Arc Trooper Echo. Um, then a Vintage Collection, three and three quarter inch Tebow. Was that Felix Seal? Was that Felix Seal's uh, character? Is he the hand gliding Ewok? Yeah, he was the hand gliding one, yeah. Was that Tebow? No. No, I don't think so. Hang on, I got to find the, the gray, gray and white one. Okay. Uh, also, too. We saw this as a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive a few years back with Darth Vader, a Star Wars retro collection, Boba Fett prototype edition. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Basically, it's it's a rainbow Boba Fett because they decided to give it a, a retro look, but utilize how they would have done prototypes back in the day. And, okay, here's this. Here are the different molds. We're going to go ahead and just mold them in different colors so we could take a look at them separate. <clears throat> but the thing is, very easy. you put five five of these together. Unless you happen to f- grab five that look exactly the same, they're not going to be the same. Because that's the way it was with the with the Darth Vader. Not all of them look the same. There was variant between if you put five of them side by side. There was a difference between. Uh, then uh, um, in the Black Series, gaming greats f- from Jedi Fallen Order, the Flame Trooper. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, too, Black Series Gaming Greats, the Knight Brother Warrior, also from uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, ha- cool. we have Black Series Mandalorian Death Watch Premium Electronic Helmet. Mm. Uh, 
And, of course, detailed to look like the Imperial clone shock trooper from The Bad Batch, a shock trooper figure. And Vice Admiral Rampart from Bad Batch is in this. Now, the vintage collection, uh, Lucasfilm, first 50 years, three and three quarter inch, Death Star droid figure was announced. Uh, 50 years, three and three quarter inch, Luke Skywalker indoor figure. And three and three quarter inch, Tusken Raider from the first 50 years collection. Now I had known it had been, um, they were doing the 50 years for the uh, six inch for the black series. I did not know they were going to be doing it for the, the three and three quarter inch as well. So that was a bit, that was a bit of a surprise for me. So that's all the new yeah. stuff from Hasbro that came out on fan first Tuesday. So what do you guys think? Mm-hmm. It's all the new stuff that came out on fan first Tuesday that you can look at and drool over and never find. <laughs> Which apparently anyone who ordered the Admiral ordered Rampart from Walmart, their orders are already being canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hate to say it, not a surprise. Yeah. I mean, I got lucky to find two um two of the Mandalorian retro series. I found Quill and, and Grief. I have not been able to find any others, which absolutely kills me. So um, just trying to think what else has been coming out. Uh, I I have an off-world Jedi or off-world Jawa six inch, but this, I think getting three and three quarter inch is going to be more of more fitting of, you know, getting figures as a character of guests that portrayed that, that character. You know, like Emily with the um, armor. They make the armor in three and three quarter inch to get the off-world Jedi because of Molly. That would be easy to do. Yeah. Uh, we had Neil Ross on. Three and three quarter inch shipwrecks can be a lot easier to find than a, than them ever doing a G.I. Joe six inch shipwreck. Maybe. So, I mean, something like that. I mean, I, I have... Mirna Velasco's uh, Tara <coughs> Tora Doza. So I have that. I have to get a a Phasma because of, of Ellen Dubin. Uh, Hera because of Vanessa Marshall. Um, Plo Koon because of uh, F- Phil Lamar. And a bunch of the other figures that he he's betray- or other characters he's portrayed. Um, the three and three quarter inch would be easy to do. So um, I guess before we go. Jeff, give you a chance to turn yep. the table on us. Ooh. So I don't think we did that last time. No. Um, like ask you questions or shoot away. Whatever you would like to know. Uh, um, how, how, how'd you guys get started? How'd Wookiee radio get started? Who wants to take this one? Well, about 47 years ago, I popped out. Uh, never mind. <laughs> 47 is a little bit too far back. Yeah, <laughs> maybe forty-four years ago. <laughs> now we um basically we were all part of other shows, which we are all still. Mike and Derek were doing Weeby Geeks, and I was doing Geek Watch One with my wife and um, Mike's other co-host from my Marvel Geeks, Kylan and his wife, and um, we had gotten together all on the network before. Uh, and knew we had the chemistry. Obviously, Mike had already pulled Kylan in to do Mighty Marvel Geeks. And so when, he, when they decided they wanted to do a Star Wars, they wanted to say, just talk Star Wars, they gave me a call, say, gave me the option, and 
that was what five years ago now uh, that's the brief history of it 20, 2016 yeah <laughs> but basically starting a show after you've already got a, a couple of shows working it's a whole lot easier than trying to come up with something to start with yeah right <laughs> yeah it feels like you basically just sat down and just started recording right well plus it's like oh we want to do a show where we talk about star wars well how are we going to do that? That <laughs> is much, so difficult. Pretty much, uh, yeah. Pretty much, uh, you know, does itself almost. Yeah. Yeah. You have another question for us? Um, Not, not right off the top of my head, no. Okay. Uh, I had this question brought up on, uh, not to us, but on a, uh, was actually on a Disney Facebook page. What way should you watch all the Star Wars films? What's what order would you go? I know we've talked about this many times in the past, but um, I mentioned the way I would do it would be Solo, Rogue One, four, five, one, two, three, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight, nine. Why well, has someone go? Why would you put one, two, and three in between? Five and six. There's only a few months in between. Like, uh, no, there is a year in between mm-hmm. timeline wise in those movies. Plus, you put one, two, and three to go back to see how Vader became Vader and how yeah. how he could be Luke's father. Yeah, true. It's that whole. I don't know. At this point, for me, it's that whole because... machete theory or machete yeah. method. Well, I don't me, like that. Yeah, because pretty much at this point, everybody has at least a rudimentary knowledge of what Star Wars is. Right. You might as well just start at the beginning and work your way through. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, most people are not going to watch I mean, everything. I'm going to be starting back up again this month, my Star Wars chronological rewatch experiment. So I guess that's how I do it, since that's how I'm going to be doing it. Mm-hmm. I've already done Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Now I'm working my way through the Clone Wars. Then I'll do Revenge of the Sith. Then move on to A New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. No, first, I forgot about Rebels. Well, anyway, we're talking about the movies, so. (laughs) Yeah. It all depends on what kind of mood I am is how I watch them. If I'm in chronological mood, I'll one through nine. If old-fashioned mode, I'll do the original prequels and then the sequels so it all depends on what kind of mood i am i'm in yeah i I did the machete order once and like derek said it i really didn't care for it that way but that's just me other people have their preferences so well i I always tell people there's no wrong answer it's however you feel right that you want to experience it right yeah now, when when I showed them to my daughter, I, I showed her order release leading into um, Force Awakens. So I showed her four, five, and six, then one, two, and three. Because mm-hmm. I told her, this is how I saw the films. Right. So that, and she was fine with that. She was okay with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, that's the way we, you know, we all grew up with it. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um... Any final thoughts? No, not for me. Ken, Derek? I think we're in for a great ride on um, for Bad Batch. I think so. Yeah. I, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to the next uh, yeah, 16 like weeks. I, said, I, was, I was lukewarm on it um, leading up to it. I don't know why. But then when I finally sat and watched the first episode, I was like, all right, I'm all in for this. Yeah. Yep. So... 
Well, well, guys, uh, Jeff, I got to say thank you again for joining us. No problem. And um, until next time. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Watch your stabilizer, Gold Six. Anybody cover me? I got two vultures on my tail.